Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Janine Herbst. Across New Hampshire, voters are casting their ballots in the state's presidential primary for one of two Republican candidates, former President Donald Trump or Nikki Haley. NPR's Ashley Lopez reports not just Republicans are voting today. New Hampshire has an open primary system that allows the state's many unaffiliated voters to cast a ballot in either a Republican or Democratic primary. David Kopf is an independent voter who plans on voting in the GOP primary. He attended a rally in support of Nikki Haley in Salem last night. I'm looking for someone who's, you know, low-key, or not low-key, but, you know, brings a sense of uh, steadiness to the position. Kopp says he was a lifelong Republican who voted for Trump in 2016, but in 2020, he became an independent and voted for President Biden. Kopp says if the matchup ends up being between Trump and Biden in November, he will vote for President Biden again. Ashley Lopez, NPR News. Meanwhile, President Biden and Vice President Harris are campaigning with their spouses today in Virginia. As NPR's Asma Khalid reports, their focus will be on reproductive rights. This rally is part of a wider effort to zero in on abortion as a major campaign issue that could galvanize Democratic voters. Yesterday, the vice president kicked off a national tour on abortion rights with a visit to Wisconsin. This week, the Biden campaign also launched a new abortion ad with firsthand testimony from a woman who could not receive an abortion in her home state of Texas. In 2022, the Supreme Court overturned the constitutional right to an abortion. Ever since then, in every instance when the issue of reproductive rights has been put directly to voters, they have chosen to protect and expand abortion access. And so Democrats are trying to make this a signature issue ahead of the 2024 elections. Asma Khalid, NPR News. Israel says 24 soldiers have been killed, 21 of them in a single attack in southern Gaza, the deadliest one on its forces since they started their operation in the enclave after Hamas attacked Israel in early October. The military says its ground forces have now also encircled the southern city of Khan Yunus. And here's Jeff Rumfield has more. The Israeli military has said in the near term that they actually expect fighting in Khan Yunus to intensify as they try and reach their goal of eradicating Hamas and freeing the hostages taken on October 7th. But this military campaign is facing increasing pressure from within Israel. And a lot of that pressure is coming from the hostages' families. They want another ceasefire that will allow their loved ones to go free. And families are starting to apply real pressure to the government. NPR's Jeff Brumfield reporting. Wall Street is trading in mixed territory. The Dow is down 149 points. The Nasdaq up 12. You're listening to NPR News. United Airlines shares are higher this morning after the carrier reported better than expected earnings and revenue for the fourth quarter. United had forecast a first quarter loss because of the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets after a door blew off on an Alaska Airlines plane mid-flight. But United CEO Scott Kirby tells CNBC the carrier is seeing an uptick in business travel for this year. Oscar nominations were announced this morning in Los Angeles, and as NPR's Netta Ulibi reports, Oppenheimer received 13 nominations, the most of any movie. 
After Oppenheimer, the most nominated movies were Poor Things and Killers of the Flower Moon, with 11 and 10 nominations. Barbie got 8, and Maestro 7. But there were a number of notable firsts in this year's list of nominations. One of the stars of Killers of the Flower Moon, Lily Gladstone, made history as the first Native American to be nominated for Best Actress. And for the first time, two openly LGBTQ actors have been nominated for playing queer characters. The star of the film, Rustin, Coleman Domingo as the black civil rights icon, and Jodie Foster for her role in the movie about swimming star Diana Nyad. Neta Ulibi, NPR News. Riot Games, the developer of the popular League of Legends multiplayer battle game, is laying off 11% of its staff to cut costs. The company says that's 530 jobs and that the company had grown too fast and will now focus on games. The California-based Riot Games is owned by the Chinese tech giant Tencent. This is NPR News.